0: offering a variety of massage modalities as well as preferred provider oncology massage sessions. Appointment scheduling at 469-0059 or wellspringmassagetherapy.org. What got you listening to WERU? What keeps you listening? How you answer these
1: two questions says a lot about how you feel and what you value about WERU
0: and why you make it part of your day. So if you enjoy and value WERU, you can do something to keep it going strong for you and the community. Become a member by calling 469-6600 during weekday business hours or give online at WERU.org.
1: Your membership really helps. Thank you.
0: Support for WERU comes from Penelope Shar, MD, integrative medicine practice in Bangor offering detoxification, intravenous vitamins, bioidentical hormone therapies, and more. On the web at optionsinhealing.com or
1: 217-8878. Good morning. This is Rhonda Feynman and welcome to Healthy Options. Our guest today is Mariana Moll, who is a well-known Yoga practitioner and Yamuna ball rolling practitioner, founder and director of the Belfast Yoga Studio, where she has presented yoga classes for over 20 years. In addition to her certification and experience as an Iyengar yoga teacher, she's a certified instructor in Yamuna body rolling techniques and other therapeutic modalities she has studied with its creator, Yamuna Zake. And we'll be hearing about all of these techniques and many of the, how they integrate into, um, into yoga in a moment, but Mariana Mole's background is in the field of education and psychology, and her years of practice in Vipassana meditation and mindfulness training are helpful influences in her teaching. She's also studied other mind-body modalities which aid in emotional healing. Mariana is dedicated to educating and instructing people on how to find relaxation, healing, and growth, physically as well as emotionally. And she uses the combined disciplines that she has embraced in order to pursue these interests and intentions. And our intention today is to explore some of what she has been learning and teaching. So perhaps we can sit up straighter, everybody sit up, relax ourselves, and uh, be relaxed and natural and create a healthy um, lifestyle, and, uh, and and live in a healthy fashion. So, welcome to Healthy Oper- Options, Marianna Mole.
0: Welcome, Rhonda.
1: Yes, that's so nice that you're here. So, you have been practicing yoga for many, many years, and have been on uh, a path that uh, includes many new things, and I know some people have never heard of what Yamuna, Yamuna ball rolling is, so we'll talk about some of the yoga styles you do, but also I want to uh, start off about just what is, what is that? What is uh, Yamuna balling, ball rolling and like Yamuna ro- yoga? And I'll let you speak now.
0: Okay. Um, I came to Yamuna body rolling um, because of repeated back issues, and um, I've done yoga for over 40 years, and sacrum issues, back issues were just not getting that much better. I could keep them at bay. And I heard about Yamuna body rolling. I was really not that interested first because yoga is so much of my background. And I just got to try it. And um, now 10 years later, I feel so good about my back. I feel so much healthier in my body and I really would want to encourage everybody to do body rolling. (laughs) And what we do in body rolling is we um, use uh, balls they are like six to ten inches, so some people call it small ball therapy. And we are really placing the balls always first onto bone and onto the joints, so we're always really interested in bone density. So there's a real improvement of bone density with body rolling. And then we go into the body's attachments to the muscles and we usually try to follow the body's logic. Um, Meaning? Like, you know, that we go into the direction that a muscle will go. Um, We will go through the layers of the muscles, the fascia. Um, I I, I I think I need to say that first. I feel so much better. Than I felt 10 years ago. And that, that I just can't, I, I just wanna share it all the time. I'm sharing all over Maine because of uh, body rolling being so beneficial to me. I've seen um, in my insomnia go away. I don't have the back issues, all those things. So it's um, ball therapy means going into the muscles with deep breathing and very focused. On bone, so we're really clear bone is where we start.
1: I think physiologically we we know that um, putting weight, some sort of weight bearing activity on a bone is what maintains health. So those of us who anybody who is wanting to maintain health in that area might find this useful. Now, you've, you've come from many traditions in in yoga. Tell, maybe you could just give us a little bit about your, your background and then we can, yeah.
0: Okay, I started yoga 40 years ago, over 40 years ago now, and then um, really eventually liked Iyengar yoga the best because it was really interested in the alignment of the body. And I still believe what Iyengar says, alignment is bliss. I still believe that. And um, so I, I was certified in 93 and, you know, uh, have taught Iyengar ever since. And it works really well with Yamuna body rolling because Yamuna Zeke has also studied that in her background. She is a yogi from way, way back and sees the alignment very similar as Iyengar does and just adds the contact of the ball to the body and I find that at moments really even safer than doing a yoga pose um, on itself because people can sometimes overstretch whereas when you do um, the body rolling or the Yamuna yoga the ball is what supports um, the body and I like then what happens with your consciousness because the mind really travels to where the ball is and Usually I will give the instruction also to bring the breath to where the ball is. So I feel people learn really about their body. I like to call it experiential anatomy. And it's my dream to someday see body rolling in all schools. You get to know your body so much better. So we're sitting in chairs
1: now. And really what we should be doing, I can't believe we didn't bring them, but we were worried about <laughs> weather and travel. We should be sitting on on the the. the balls no, of different sizes. So there would be a ball that you can sit on and get oh, your yeah. sits bones that's the bottom of your pelvis. We could have that. We could be sitting on that and, and creating an, an energetic connection to our brains, would
0: you say? Correctly. I yeah. feel like everything we do in Yamuna body rolling is educational. Whether we do the feet, whether we do the face, whether we do the uh, body, we are really educating at the same time, and the brain gets really connected to where the ball is, you know. And, yes, it would be great if we had the two black balls and we had them under our sit we're, bones. We'll be right back. We're uh, going to go back to <laughs> yes. Belfast and get them. We'll,
1: we'll, we're just going to do We're this. off rolling. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, Gone fishing, gone <laughs> rolling. So the idea of, the, I, I'm, I'm so interested in, we know this in yoga or the mind-body connection that when our nervous system is uh, challenged through a yoga pose, mm-hmm. we, we can have what, endorphins, we can have some sort of physiological relaxation occur. And do you feel that um, with the, the different size balls, you get a different... Aspect of that kind
0: of release or is it similar or more enhanced or it was really surprising to me how much I would find a deep state of relaxation that I had only assumed with my practice of yoga that I get with Yamana body rolling. That has really surprised me right initially when I started the work because I just wanted a little back cure. I didn't want a lifestyle, which it has become for me certainly in these last ten years. Yes. So that is really like, just for instance, if you think about taking the ball up along the side of the spine, we would first of all stimulate the spinal vertebrae, but we would also stimulate the nerve roots. And then the nerve roots would go to the vital organs, You know, and as a testimonial of myself, and I'm feeling our listeners would like to hear that, I have not been sick ever since I started body rolling. And so that to me is a really good testimonial that this works because it does more than just muscles and bones. It does your lymphatic system. It does your visceral system. It speaks to your organs. I feel better than 10 years ago. And I'm not the youngest cookie, as you know. Mm
1: -hmm. The elderly over 40, (laughs) as one of my teachers would always say. Happy birthday.
0: Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) So, um, you know, I want to... Let's say somebody has had a long-standing back issue, let's say a sacrum issue, or has learned that their neck is... uh, Something that quote goes out or mm-hmm. creates a lot of discomfort. How would you approach that? I know in a, in yoga there might be some particular poses. How would you approach that from a a body roll? And Somebody comes in with with those kinds of things. Um, how how would you use this in a therapeutic way?
0: Yes, way? I do. I'm also a yamuna body mm-hmm. worker, so I've been trained with yamuna to do also the hands on yeah. ball work, the yamuna mm-hmm. body logic that is mm-hmm. actually the origin of the body rolling. And, you know, we know different um, sequences for the neck, for Mm -hmm. the legs, for the back. Would you evaluate something? I would evaluate. Actually, you get quite a thing to fill out when you come to me. That's my first most important thing. I need to know really. I try to know everything about you. I mean, I want to know how you eat and things like that as well to see the chemistry of the body. And then I would do um, really geared to your ability at the moment. So there may be some people that are in really a difficult space and they may start doing Yamuna body rolling in bed which we also do, and they may just be lying on the balls, and I show them certain ways to position the balls, and that may make their sacrum or their lower back or their neck, you know, improve and bring more strength. It's very interesting how when you're lying on the balls how the body by means of relaxation goes back to its own knowing and logic. And that is really what I want for all our listeners. I want you to really understand that this is a self-help tool and that really everybody can learn and do this, and it's so safe. So I really feel for myself, I encourage people to first come to body rolling before they attempt yoga if they have never done it, because I really like how... You learn about your body and how your body gets stronger, better aligned, and you're getting so much healthier. So I like that.
1: So what what would be a? Um, you said that they're about ten inch balls. They're different. Mm-hmm. They're different sizes. You know, when people hear the word, you know, balls, now we're thinking of these very large ones that people sit on
0: and that kind of thing. That's not what this is. These are not. These are smaller balls. The biggest one is about ten inches. And then we also have different quality of firmness. So the biggest ball is a little softer than our six, seven-inch ball, the silver ball. The big ball is the gold ball. So different places that we take it, like a, a harder ball, we would put more into like the legs, the more dense muscles. So when it comes to be in the abdominals, and we do that a lot to strengthen and lengthen abdominals, we will take a softer ball. Yeah, so it depends really how we're working the body. We're using different balls. And they have more support. Like when you compare it to a big ball, there's really a lot of air in a big ball. So the, the, the support is much less than you have on a smaller ball. And that's why I feel so safe to say that everybody at every age, um, you know, I see young people with um, athletic issues and it really is amazing how that works out there. Little, um, you know, injuries from, from sports and I see people that are way in their 80s, and again, even if they do the ball work on a chair, even if they do it in bed, um, I always see improvement, and sometimes it's very remarkable how quick it is also. I really would like all our listeners to know that this is really possible for you to do. So, in let's
1: say, again, let's say that person with a sacrum issue, and you come into a, a class, what would be the, what would be a the, a basic, hello, Welcome to ball rolling. You've
0: never done this before. Right. Go down the legs, come up, you know, what's... I probably would um, first explain to them that the most important thing is putting the weight into the ball. You know, considering bone first and then deep breathing and relaxed breathing. And sometimes I might loosen them up by really telling them to try falling off the bar, So they get over the fear that they might fall off the ball and it's only 10 inches. So, of course, <laughs> it's not a big deal, but we tense up and we do something new. Right. So I would start very simple and usually would go first a little bit into the hamstring, Um, you know, and see how limited they are there and point out how that connects to their lower back. And then I would very much go by the tailbone into the sacrum and then really every lumbar vertebrae. And I would coach them to really connect their front, their abdominals to the spine, because that usually is at the root of a back issue. The idea that
1: you're not activating The Mm -hmm. abdominal muscles, would you say, or that you are activating the? But you have a back issue because you're not because there's a weakness.
0: I would would bring them to understand that the front has to work with the spine, with the back, and that it makes a really big difference. So, would this be dangerous
1: for anybody? Is there caution that? I think blood pressure how
0: no mm-hmm. no i mean uh, definitely is ver- it's very relaxing when it comes to blood pressure medication or antidepressant we may go for the softer bar because that influences the muscle texture um, but in the, the gen- medication itself mm-hmm. in general i would really say you know you can do right away a lot with Yamuna body rolling and you're a student of mine so you could mm-hmm. of course attest to that so, um, just for those of you who just tuned in, uh, you're
1: tuned to WERU Community Radio. This is Healthy Options, and I'm Rhonda Feynman. Today's guest is Mariana Mall. She's founder and director of the Belfast Yoga Studio, and we're discussing um, the idea of using Yamuna's small 10-inch and smaller balls to activate and uh, the bones and to um, release the nervous system and uh, all of that mind-body connection that we we will get into even even further. So how we discuss this a little bit, but how does body alignment? You, you mentioned that the logic of the body. Mm-hmm. How does that come into play when when there's an, an even if one is not in discomfort, you know one doesn't have an injury. Would you say that there's that often just from living that there's problems in the in the texture of the muscles, texture of the joints? What's you know, how would a healthy um, individual Of course. This? I mean,
0: first of all, when you come to your first Yamuna body class, you're gonna be very surprised how different you are from side to side. So the different right and left is going to be profound and you may not be aware how much it is. But you've got to think about all the little injuries we have in life, you know, the overstretching, the too much slouching in the sofa and all those things keeps, you know, injury in the muscles and scar tissue. And then if scar tissue and fascia is not moved, it gets more um, congested and it gets calcified and eventually it even calcifies to bone. So... You'll be getting so much more aware, and I mean, I discovered places like you know I'm a yogi for so long I can put the nose between my knees it was never a big issue, and to just do my hamstrings, I find the spots you know it's whereas I thought I had really flexible hamstrings and on a scale of things that's probably true there are places in my hamstrings that are also tight and I also play a lot of tennis so um, which with yamuna body rolling. Has been improving and getting better. So did my yoga practice. You know, I can play three hours of tennis, and I barely feel anything the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can do things that I couldn't do ten years ago. So you see so this in that. your
1: students as well. I would mm-hmm. imagine when you're looking around the class, what what are you seeing?
0: <laughs> when, I like to mention a testimony. To would...
1: enter enter your hamstring. You know, uh, <laughs> what what's going on there? What what you're looking at? Yes.
0: Well, I see faces, you know. <laughs> I see what I call the O face, you know. People definitely are sensing things, and I think it's good to feel. And they get their, everybody gets aware to, you know, how much they need to deeper stretch, to deeper relax, to deeper get into their body and to deeper know their body. I would like to mention a testimony yeah, sure. that really is... Um, One way of showing it to our audience, um, a woman, I think, in her early 60s has gained like a quarter inch, you know, and this is like an age where we're supposed to shrink. So I like, you know, because when we take the ball up, we take the compression up out the of, the spine, of the, spine. Up the spine. We take the compression out of the spine. We nudge the ball so close to the spine that um, even if there is a little bit disalignment or a disc a little bit off, it probably will be easily nudged back in. The balls are soft enough to go into the nook and crannies mm-hmm. of the body. You know, and that's why we even work face, we work TMJ, we really work the whole body it's very fascinating i've discovered so much about my body, and I love having this practice. you know I love having a way to take care of myself let 's talk about the feet. I know that there, there there's mm-hmm. a particular techniques
1: to um to work on on feet and and I want to go back to something that you said earlier about our daily lives or Aren't just whatever happens in living injuries or, or even minor things that can cause calcification. And of course, we think about arthritis and calcification. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, maybe you could talk more about about how, let's say, for the feet in particular. Sometimes you you see people and they're crunched in their in their feet, and I would call that calcification. I think so. Yeah. Yes. So, how does that affect? What would you do, and how does that affect the 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 whole feet? spine brain connection
0: yeah i mean most of us especially here in maine we're in shoes all the time right now we're in heavy boots that doesn't give the foot very much movement and so we have yamuna foot fitness that really encourages to make the foot move and we're literally standing on these half spheres one of them is knobby i like to call it the purple hedgehog (laughs) and then we have one that's like a uh, half a golf ball kind of size, but you can stand off this. And we really explore, there are so many bones in your uh, foot, there are so many joints, there are so many uh, muscles. So we explore really foot function and how to build foot function. And most of us are very limited in our feet, which then means there is not so much bounce and shock absorbent as we would let, need for our hips for our spine and you know that will undo some of the aging effects too that we see in feet yeah people have a lot of foot surgeries and things like that so
1: so do you notice the connections no I think we can talk uh, a little bit of anatomy that different parts of the uh, the toes of, are connected to the knees and connected to the <laughs> hips so would you say have you noticed some people can't stretch their toes? What's what what's, what's that about, Mariana? <laughs> well,
0: it is probably about shoes and wearing yeah. um small shoes. I'm I'm surprised how small the toe boxes are even men's shoes today. today. Um, so, I see even bunions in men and see toes crunched together or curled up. That's another way hammer toe yes. formation. And I see a lot of people having foot pain, and feet are like interesting. They don't bother us for a very long time. Same is true for the hands, actually. And then suddenly, you know, mm. the feet really hurt, and then we can't walk, and we are not feeling like we can, or we cannot play tennis anymore. We have to give up sports and things. And I really think the feet are a. Uh, Uh, the base and yes we as we talked before about stimulating the brain and the nervous system so as we stand on the foot wakers or foot savers the brain is really coming into the feet i like to say it that way because most of us are living more up in our head and so the footwork really brings you into the feet and very often i just step on the toe savers or the toe uh, the foot wakers for a little moment, and it changes which, which how which my the, body feels. The, the wakers are the, uh, the uh, hedgehog the, the, ones? The wakers, I tried to do the W a little better. Yeah, you're the doing wakers great. are the, um, the, the, the hedgehog, the pokey ones, and then the foot saver is a, more, a little bit more advanced, and that's like the half golf ball. And you would go each toe or each foot? Oh, sometimes part of the foot? we do each toe. And so when you ask about how relate this to the body, of course it relates to the meridians, as you know. And so when we do footwork, we really do the whole body. And I have seen a lot of improvement with people that have foot issues, even after surgery or before surgery, getting ready for surgery or not even using, needing surgery anymore after working with me and especially plantar fasciitis, which creates a lot of difficulties. There is so much improvement that you can bring into your body. And Mm -hmm. for me, Yamuna body rolling has brought the most improvement that I have seen in my life. And Mm -hmm. I feel happier. I... I feel so much better. It's just really unbelievable to me, and I want this for everyone. I want you to feel good. So I, I want to talk a little
1: bit. What would we do for plantar fasciitis? How would we? Which, which part of the foot would you work? Would you, or do you see that as a, a whole a whole foot issue? How
0: how would you? Let's, we, let's talk. We, we would approach it as in as, different as in ways, and I don't want to get too mm-hmm. specified on this because we have phase mm-hmm. fa- and other things that we do. I mm-hmm. want to not lose track of that. Um, but with plantar fasciitis, we would work, first of all, we would just work the heel. Because mm-hmm. the plantar comes into the into the foot from the calf. We would look at t- tight calves. You know, we would do a calf sequence probably with the two black balls. Then we would use the foot wakers or foot savers. And depending also, I wouldn't use th- this work if somebody's highly inflamed. So if you come to me, you're highly inflamed. We're not going to go in there. We're going to wait till the inflammation is going down. So that's really important in any part of your body. High inflammation. If you come and your knee is highly swollen, I'm not going to work on you. Okay. So, given the case that you know you, you you know that you have plantar fasciitis or you have a rotator cuff issue or you have a tennis elbow, uh, any of those things, you know, we will do sequences that really go into that part if you have a body part let's say you can't go into it because it's so injured at this moment i would still want to see you but we would probably work the lines that go to it let's say for plantar fasciitis let's say you can barely walk let's say we're not going into the foot much or at all we would do the lines in the leg we would do the front of the chin bone the back of the shin bone the sides of the shin bones and we would definitely do the hamstring lines Um, we would do the quadricep lines so you would do all the places that really go towards the feet if it was worse than that and you couldn't even do anything on the floor i would put you on the table and i would position the boards for you and you would learn what you can do at home lying in bed Mm -hmm. so some of my listeners will be thrilled to hear this right now because they feel so debilitated when they can barely walk so you would get ways to start your body and since everything is connected and body rolling is so much of a fascia release you will work towards the foot even if you're not directly in it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense that's, to you? That's wonderful. And, and I the think same would be true like for shoulders, shoulders. or neck. Yes. You know, we would, um, you know, like one of the most amazing reliefs that I found with uh, um, shoulder work was personally for me because I was at a point where I thought I was getting too old to play tennis and the tendonitis in my elbow was just constantly an issue and it cost a lot of care that I had to pay mm-hmm. for.
1: Swimmers and
0: swimmers shoulder. Absolutely. And all of that. Absolutely. Sort of and I've seen even people with frozen shoulders and really just putting the ball into the armpit. And again, the sizes vary. If you are that limited that the gold ball doesn't fit, you will get a smaller ball to put in there. And I just love how when you give the joint the possibility to be open, that it does what it knows. It will adjust itself. It will do it on its own. And so I can truly say that even before I met Yamuna, Yamuna Zeig, who I consider next to it, Mr. Eyinger and Patricia Walden, my biggest teacher, even before I met her and I did the arm sequence, within three times that I did it, my tennis elbow was gone. And I have never had it ever since. And I play more tennis than I did 10 years ago. So that to me... I, it's I, just and
1: you know, in, in my work too, I, I like the, the idea of not needing to go into the injured joint or, or whatever um, is inflamed. the The hip shoulder connection is so is so interesting to me, and I think you can really see it with with some uh, with some of the ball work because um, how would you say it? the pelvis and the hips are really are are grounding and our whole shoulders move from there and if those aren't open would you say that uh, that there's um, more restriction how would you do you go into the front do you go into the sides what's what's this well, is so new to so many people that's why i want to discuss specifics cuz so people can have an image of right. what of
0: what we're we're talking about so when you're talking about the hips have an influence on the shoulders of course they do we are upright beings so being upright, you know, the hip is a station below the shoulders, of course. So one of the things that I like to do the, for the hips, and you could do that in bed or you could do it on the floor, would, put, would, would be to bend your knee out to the side in a 90-degree angle and put the ball right into the front of the joint. If you were on the bed, you would let your ha- leg hang over the bed a little bit more and you would just breathe into it. Because a big key of the work... And that's true for yoga. That's why, for me, this was not ever opposite to yoga. It was a complement to yoga Mm -hmm. and other practices. So you really support the joint, and you breathe into it, and then the joint gets a chance to unwind, you know. And then we go with more detail into the hip joint, you know, by using a smaller ball. We go directly into the hip joint, and we're getting the muscles in between the leg bone and the pelvis bone. For instance, we'll work the buttock muscles a lot because that's where a lot of the holding is for the hip. Um, we do the sit bone a lot. So just rolling your sit bone will improve your hips. That's the end of the pelvis. Yes. When you put your hands under your Let's buttocks do right it. now, if you're sitting, right, maybe you're Not driving. you well, Careful, minute. just one hand. <laughs> you will feel the bone and that's your sit bone the bone that you sit on and when we have the ball in there and we move backwards and forwards on the ball that will already move the hip forward and the ball so sometimes movement comes with so much more ease as the ball really with support um, makes the body do it you know that's what is the easy part And so, yeah, hips are important for deep breathing. And so the breath is very important for me in body rolling. And we also do expansive breath work with Yamuna, um, just like we do Yamuna yoga. And we always, always focus the breath. So if you're breathing fully into your hips and into your shoulders, you know. But another thing for the shoulder you know, that's that I really love is you can um, lie on the ball, putting the ball right in front of your shoulder joint. And many of us that have like the tight front shoulders, you know, we always see it a little stoop forward, even though we don't really want that. And I was so pleased when I came to body rolling that I could just put the ball there and put my arm in. External rotation, so I, I roll it outwards. Palm up. Yes, and 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 I can get the ball in there and just wait and you know so get the attachments in the front of the joint. So, these are bigger than tennis balls. Yeah, absolutely. And they're not as hard as tennis balls. That's really important because my experimenting with balls goes far back to working with Judas Lasseter and Francois Wald way, 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 yoga, way back. I anger, yoga. Yoga. Yes. Features. And we did some footwork and we did a little bit of spine work with the balls. And I always loved how quick and how easy that was. And that's probably why I even drew attention to the subject. I was leaving through a yoga magazine and it had an article on the ball work and I said well I go check that out because we've been doing that um on on the feet for for years
1: forever There's a lot yes. of people maybe many of of our listeners are yoga practitioners and are familiar yes. with that so this yes. is this is a, a whole new a whole new level of right. working
0: and, and in yoga, I really like the support that yeah. I can get with the ball. You know, I mean, when people do a cobra pose, it is hard to tell whether they're supporting their front lumbar spine. And that's where you're And we bring the ball into the front and then do the cobra position. And the the ball really encourages us to use the muscles. You will feel your in-breath and the muscles against the ball. And you will feel as you exhale and you reach the muscles towards the spine that the ball comes in and gets deeper into your abdominals and also into your intestinal system.
1: So the cobra is where you're lying flat and you're bringing... You're, you're
0: in a backbend position, and your mm-hmm. chest is up, you're on your arms, and, and your, arms. your legs are on the floor, and so you lift the front. And by learning um, body rolling, I have gotten to understand yoga deeper, and I had already so many decades of yoga uh, behind me. You know, it's it's really emphasized. It really has been such a complement to my practice. I feel stronger in my yoga practice than I was before, and I have more range of movement, and I really like that. But this is true in all my life. Mm. It is true when I turn to look over the high snowbank as I drive (laughs) in the car, You know that I can Mm. move my neck with such ease, and I I really see such a difference. I really want Mm. listeners to know that there is such an improvement. And I see it in my students and they come and come back and I have brought body rolling all over Maine now. We have more teachers in Maine and I'm in the process of training to become a teacher, training, wanting to train teachers as well as going especially to my home country and teach it in Germany, bring it into Germany. Because I really want the listeners to know that this is a very established practice. We are in over 40 countries in the world, and when I treat uh, train, I am with... I feel so global. I feel so faster <laughs> than Belfast, Maine, and I love my community here. So I really want people to know if you go online and look at um, YamunaBodyRolling.com or you look at my website, BelfastYoga.com, you will find out more about body rolling. Okay. Well, we're speaking with Mariana
1: Moll about Yamuna Ball Rolling. And yoga and physical and emotional well being i 'm Rhonda Feynman, and you 're listening to healthy options and this is community radio w e r u I want to talk more about how to integrate this into um, into yoga, so we talked about cobra and placing the ball to help us lift up. Mm-hmm. What about a twist people do or standing poses where would you let's say a twist where how would you okay, uh,
0: okay let me start with a twist and then I do the standing yeah, poses that would be great um. For instance, if we are sitting on balls as we do a twist, or sometimes we sit just on one bar we get more feedback on whether we lift one hip up, whether we uh, turn a little bit more from one side. We sometimes do twists from the feet up. So we have the foot savers in front of our center heel, and that will make it so clear and it will actually make it so that your body can't overturn on one side or over to one side and the spine will rise up naturally just from that activity. Um, When we do um, standing poses, when I was in the training with Yamuna, which was a a two-year training, um, we would always start with footwork. I at times was saying, oh, again, footwork, Mm -hmm. because she's a very, very intense teacher, and I love that about her. And we would always do footwork to really get us into the feet and to know that we're using the feet. So when you're in a standing pose and you know to use your toes, you know to use your outer foot, you know to ground into the heel, you're making that base out of which then the whole pose grows. And that is so important for, for standing poses. So if feet are not knowing what they're doing, I think in essence of the pose will be lost. And so... I will focus on footwork as a preparation for standing poses, big time. But I will also do like a standing pose, like a forward bend. Let's say, even if you don't know know yoga, let's see, we're bending forward from two feet to the floor, right? I may use the ball or even two balls in between the legs to help your leg align and also to bring your hips into the right position so that your spine, when it bends forward, doesn't get injured. It may have an easier time doing that. And that is an amazing discovery when you just do that. Yeah. And the ball is just so helpful to direct you and teach you. This is what I like about it. That's
1: such a a wonderful image. So we can get feedback Mm -hmm. immediately Mm -hmm. and know that we're not collapsing or know Mm -hmm. that we're not twisting. Because some people would say, well, forward, I just can't do those because that just hurts so much. Exactly. Right. Um, Or you talked about the pelvis twisting right and left in some yoga poses. Exactly. People, you know, are in uh, different standing poses and you see that they're collapsing or someone says, I can't do that pose because it hurts my back. Mm-hmm. And you would, you would, if you do things on the floor, you would do things against the wall or something. Well, we would, would all,
0: I mean, there would be different approaches I would take. Yeah. I would, for instance, prepare you by lengthening the spine. First thing would be take the balls up the spine from the tailbone all the way to the skull. I would take the balls to the front, so I would lift from the pubic bone to the navel um, and get your abdominals really working, because that's going to be important as we're going to do a yoga twist, if that's what we want to focus on. I would lift your sternum by placing the ball underneath your sternum as you're lying on the chest as you're lying on the floor and lengthen you all the way up. Then I would bring you to the twist, for instance. Or... I would do a lying twist with you, and you would have a ball, you know, to probably under the knee on the floor, but also by your spine especially. So you know that you can lengthen and wrap the spine around this ball as you twist. And many people will realize how they're tighter on one side and that in general they would then do other movements to make this twist happening. Yeah? So you would really build it up vertebrae by vertebrae along the spine. And that is really a very different experience than I ever knew before in yoga.
1: So you would really be- get that feedback and so you would see where you're compensating. So if I'm tight in one part of my back and I want to twist, I might be doing something that would actually possibly injure me if I keep doing it. But when you're using getting the feedback, you're able to to shift it and of course with someone observing you you might be able to get more of course uh, understanding but it's
0: also not just what you observe it's that the ball would make space and that's really important the ball will be at your spine as you do the twist and it will lengthen the vertebrae and allow the movement so the ball in itself does so much just the ball it's just fabulous it's a fabulous tool in the body yeah The same thing like for backbends, they're very scary for people. And, you know, if we are having the ball, we would practice with the ball up the spine and then we would gently start a backbend. So you really can feel how each vertebrae needs to move and how your abdominals are part of it. So there's a lot of things that you would be taught. And even a very um, advanced practitioner can learn because many people that are drawn to yoga, very flexible to begin with, like myself, we were good at it right away. So of course we wanted to do yoga. What I learned from the work was how I was hanging and slacking um, without it causing me directly pain in the moment. So even the flexible body will learn a whole lot with the body rolling. And then the people that are coming to yoga with more um, stiffness and tightness Well, they really have to do more rolling first to get ready for the practice. That's how I see yoga was meant for the fit, and I think body rolling brings you to that. Body rolling really gets you so much better into your body and into knowing your body. And I like that. I like us to be. I like body sustainability. That's probably, really Say that good. again? sustainability. Did I pronounce this right? No, With my did, German accent. You did beautifully. <laughs> but I love that, that we are taking care of ourselves. I love that I can roll things out. Look, you know, if I, something is a little achy, I, I just take the ball, I know how to use it, I roll it out, and I don't need to see practitioners as often as I used to. And I would like that for everybody. We need to take our health into our own hands. And body rolling is really a simple, easy tool to do that.
1: So once again, you're listening to the uh, Healthy Options Program on WERU. If you just joined us, I'm your host, Rhonda Feynman, and our guest today is Mariana Mall of the Belfast Yoga Studio in Belfast, Maine. We're discussing Yamuna ball rolling and Yamuna yoga and that whole mind body connection about how uh, how we can create stronger bones and uh, calm our nervous system through uh, all of these techniques. So let's talk about breath work. You talked a little bit about um, some of that. Um,
0: Is it like a meditation? Is it more like we think about that? It truly is for me. Like I do Yamuna body work in bed every morning, and it's perfect on a cold main morning. I stoke the fire and I go back to bed, and I usually take the balls, the two black balls, all the way up my spine. And it works fabulous for me because it brings my brain right out of the thinking process because I don't know if some of you have that. You wake up and you have all these thoughts. And as I place the balls, it's very quickly that my mind really goes to where the balls are. And then I take expansive breaths there. Some places I stay longer than others, and I do thats that's to me is my deepest body meditation at this moment in time, and the boards are a great tool to be mindful of your breath and of your thoughts of your feelings of all things that are going on and I really have not missed a night without my body uh, rolling in bed. I really want to mention this to people because I feel so much better. So that's a very simple way. So anybody that wants a few moments before you fall asleep or a few moments before you get up, this is a great way to do it. And I really like to say this because I know all of us have learned different practices and have um, felt that it's difficult to incorporate it into our life. I really feel if you just roll up your spine every day, that was what you would you know, come to class and learn. If you would just do that, I guarantee you that you will feel better, and you will be better. You will be healthier. You will sleep better. Your nervous system will be more relaxed. So I always encourage students to think of what can I do quickly? What can I do like sitting in an office like this here, this little cubicle, right? We could put the ball into our armpit. While I was talking to you, the balls could open our joints. So I have many students who bring the balls to their workplace and, you know, sit on them, put them into the arm, roll up their spine, stand with the ball against the wall for a moment break, for a moment break for the nervous system and the muscles and to get more, more ease into the body. It can be done. I want you to know, even though this may sound different than what you've heard about, this is easy. And I really feel everybody can learn a Yamuna body rolling. And that's why we are all over the world.
1: So you're doing a class in Blue Hill?
0: Correct. Thank you for mentioning that. Mm -hmm. I come to Blue Hill, to Bella's studio, actually once a month for a class and for Individual sessions, body work, and individual instructions. And I'm going to be here March 14th, and we're going to do in bed. And we're going to actually do the taking the balls up the spine that I just in talked bed. about in bed. Yes, we have. And get get a hold of you or how? Yeah, uh, get a hold of me or Kristen Tucker. If you go onto my website and you click on out of town classes, you will get all my out of town classes. I am going to Portland this Saturday, um, which I'm is the eighth. The yeah, the yoga center in Portland, and we're actually that's the seventh. Oh,
1: the seventh. And we're Sorry.
0: doing the in bed the shoulder work, and then on Sunday I'm going to be. At the Ayurvedic um, Yoga Center in Liberty, and we're we'll doing an introduction to your Yamuna Yoga. I think that this workshop is full at this moment, but you could certainly call and see if you can get on the waiting list. And then at the end of the month, on the twenty-eighth, I'm going to be at the Midcoast Pilates Studio in Brunswick, Maine, and we're going to do feet, happy hips and liberated shoulders, so that will be a whole body makeover. And that's BelfastYoga.com. It's BelfastYoga.com. And if there are any listeners right now in the audience that are having studios that are fitness trainers, yoga trainers that are interested, please let me know. Um, BelfastYoga.com.
1: So let's get back to um, what we're we're talking about, um, the yoga, Yamuna, ball rolling and the breath. When you're teaching this, um, as we talked about that whole integration of the mind and body, would we do certain movements on the inhale and certain movements on the exhale? How do you coordinate that? Or is that more of a, a, an individual thing? Or is there a technique that you, you do use to incorporate this?
0: Yeah, it's, it's different from uh, different areas in the body. Like, for instance, when we're at the spine, we usually finish our exhale then go to the next vertebra and then breathe in because that makes intra space. Um, so you when move we do, on the exhale? No, we would move in between the end of the exhale before the beginning of the next inhale, so in between the breath cycle. Other than that, in the body rolling, we move on the exhale. When we do Yamuna expansive breath, we usually have the body positioned on the ball and Sometimes I may say, "Let's do a three hundred sixty degree breath." Sometimes I may say, "Just breathe to where the ball is." I will give you different instructions. We also in ba- in Yamuna Body Rolling do the breath of fire. Some Ooh. yeah. Ooh, the,
1: what's that? We want quiet. to know about that. <laughs> uh,
0: it's of also, course, it's forty
1: degrees today. It's and also, if we're archiving this. You know. What can yeah. I tell you?
0: Well, it's also called Kapalabhati uh, in Sanskrit, and it's a breath of fire because it really, um, uh, really increases the energy in your body. It increases your metabolism. It helps the body detox. Um, many people that come from the Kundalini yoga tradition will be very aware of this um, uh, this kind of breathing. But we do it sitting on a ball, or sitting on two balls. So um, we incorporate it. We may even be in a body position with the ball. Like let's say the ball could be on the sternum and we may do kapalabati breath in that position. We could be having a ball the in chest the, ball. The, the chest bone. bone. We could have the ball in the armpit and expand the breath to the ball and then do kapalabati in that area. Yeah, And that's a short... Um, very distinctive, little more forceful s- sequence of exhales. Yeah.
1: So you do you hold the breath in couple of. We do.
0: Um, we do. Um, internal kumbhaka, which means at the end of it, we h- hold the breath and really lift up out of the ball and lengthen the spine upward. But this is very technical. And I would Mm -hmm. think um, for a discussion Mm -hmm. on Yamuna body rolling, Mm -hmm. this would be more something that um, Mm -hmm. I would teach you when you're more Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, knowledgeable about body rolling Mm -hmm. and yoga Mm -hmm. and those kind of
1: things. I just love this idea that we can use our own breath Mm -hmm. to create changes. Now, I think yogis have known this Absolutely. Forever. I write all the breathing techniques and breathing through one nostril and Mm -hmm. another. Um, But here, too, are we using the abdominal aspect? We're incorporating the whole body in the breath, would you say? Uh,
0: Yeah, we do. And we do at times also do um, the expensive breath, like where we close one nostril and we do the expensive breath. We do that? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you will feel the difference up the spine, and you will have the ball in different places. And so then we expand one side, mm-hmm. and then we will take the ball off after we finish the whole side of the body, and we'll see such a difference from right to left. Mm-hmm. And I think Yamuna's background is yoga, so it's always been about the breath. And that's what I liked about her teaching. Right from the get-go, I realized that I've met another really good teacher when I met Yamuna, and I was used to the top Iyengar teachers, and she is up there there. or beyond there. I mean, I put her next to Mr. Iyengar. I really do. They are my most important teachers, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, Mm. in
0: this life for me.
1: So what is the hands-on work? What is, what is, uh, how do we incorporate that into a private session? What's, thank, you f- that?
0: thank you for asking, Rhonda. So if somebody has really severe shoulder issues, um, they will come in for a hands-on treatment on the table, which means I often will place the ball under the joint as well, and I then give more weight-bearing from the top, and I will show you something that you can do at home. You may just get one thing to do at home that, you know, I see beneficial for you. And it's really a fantastic way to work out the muscles. It really is. Then I'm also a body logic practitioner. And I mentioned that earlier on that Yamuna's work was Yamuna body logic before she developed the ball so people could take care of themselves at home because she could not service all the many clients that she was having. So she needed a tool for them to come in bigger intervals and to tune themselves during that time which, with body rolling. And so the, the Yamuna body logic is where I, you know, will put my elbow to where the muscle begins and it will stimulate the bone. And my other hand will traction the muscle into the direction it needs to go. And mm-hmm. it also includes um, working in the head, working the skull, working the TMJ. Um, it's, it's really a very energetic work as well as uh, muscle and joint release.
1: So when you come in for a, um,
0: uh, a uh,
1: basic class, your very first introduction, which... Um, uh, Where you're you're going to be doing? By the way, if you just tuned in, this is Mariana um who is uh, discussing Yamuna ball rolling, and I'm. Uh, this is Healthy Options. We have a few minutes left, so um, we can go into this a little bit more. So when you come in for your first class, you are immediately learning how to how to integrate some of the things that we've been talking about. You're immediately getting that uh, first cl- first uh, hands-on, as it were, or hamstring on experience of of feeling each area
0: of your of your um, of that connection would you say that's true? oh absolutely and at times I may go around and also give some hands on you know if I see that somebody is struggling but really it's amazing how quickly people get get it it's very quick I mean, Mm -hmm. I always love to see their face at the beginning of the class if they're a total beginner. And then I love to see them at the end of the class. I love to see how everybody is so relaxed and at ease and people will comment on that and you know uh, that they feel right away a little bit different or people will come back and say my chiropractor couldn't believe how much more mo- movement and would actually ask what are you what have you done this week <laughs> you know so i i, I see such right. such immediate uh, mm-hmm. success so
1: tell me about when we go up and we just uh, go up the spine. We're also going into the neck, uh-huh. right? And Absolutely. Yeah. So you go on both sides of the neck or in the middle or
0: the skull? How does that All of that? We've talked about the feet so much. We shouldn't neglect <laughs> the, the head before we leave here. Uh, exactly. Um yes, so we're coming up the spine, starting from the tailbone, up every rib, up every vertebra, staying directly in the spine, and then we eventually come directly into the neck. And we do the bottom of the neck, the middle neck, and then the upper neck, and then usually we end up in the bottom of the skull. And in the neck, what I really like about it, because so many of us are so are so limited there and so many, you know, the neck vertebrates are smaller and take so much wear and tear, that, as we on the ball, the ball again spreads. The distance, Like I used to have like a little crunching sounds in the morning. I don't know you if anybody has ever had that, but I don't have that anymore. You know, so I really feel the ball lengthens. And again, we do a lot of breathing. And sometimes we also work the the neck from the front as we support the vertebrae from the front. And that can sometimes totally shift a neck issue.
1: You, you will do ball rolling in the front?
0: Well, we will place a ball into the front and we will turn our head on oh. the ball and we do deep breathing. And it's the side it, of the neck. Okay. Yeah, side of the neck, mm-hmm. and sometimes front of the neck as well, and I mm-hmm. will caution you to not put too much weight into it. Don't try but this that is home a it. support. So I find that supporting the spine from the front is very powerful. And so when we do the neck, that will be something you will figure out and find out with that.
1: So you would also then supporting the neck. Supporting the spine from the front is that sternum work and the pelvic. The pubic bone is so important, wouldn't you you say? Absolutely.
0: The pubic bone is very important and um, it relates to your sacrum. So if your sacrum is disaligned, your pubic bone will be disaligned. And most students will be amazed how your left side feels like different. Like mine feels thicker on the left and my right feels thinner. You know, and sometimes you will feel one pubic bone half is a little lower than the other half and that clearly relates to how your shoulders are because this is all about gravity it's really simple if you think about it it's physics and then that relates to how your TMJ is so now we're looking skull so that will show how one um, joint may be tighter than the other how you tilt your head a little bit too I mean think about your body as a structure if one side of the pubic bone it would be like the basement is sagging down a little bit there's no way that your neck is straight. So yes, it's all connected, and body one will show you how things are connected. I mean, I have been working in my T M J, and I will feel a release in my left ankle. That blew my mind. That is, it's a very logical connection, though I just didn't know that.
1: Well, it's interesting in some of the work I do, and in, in, in um, we know that we can see mirrors, so we can treat the elbow through the. Knee or the uh, jaw through the ankles, so we do have all of these connections, and I think that's a, a really a wonderful uh, takeaway. That uh, here's an, uh, other techniques that show us how integrated and how connected we 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 are. And there is um, one. Let's let's say again that um, we're listening to Healthy Options. I'm Rhonda Feynman and uh, Mariana Moll is here from the Belfast Yoga Studio and um to get in touch with you you can call or email uh,
0: absolutely yeah
1: 338 3930 belfastyoga and belfastyoga.com and you can get uh find out all about classes and all this kind of uh, information about yamuna ball, ball rolling and and what's what's happening um as a uh, parting uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think the, the just one that takeaway is that we are really dealing with the entire, the entire body. Absolutely. And it's just another way in for health, uh, health and, and well being. So, once again, I want to thank Mariana Moll for joining us today on Healthy Options. And um, again, BelfastYoga.com. Contact her there or 338-3930. If you missed any part of this program, you'll be able to find it later along with other Healthy Options programs on the public affairs archives at weru.org. I want to thank John Greenman for engineering. Thank you, John. Thanks, Petra Hall, for her production assistance. I'm Rhonda Feynman, and I am wishing you the best of health.
0: Support for WERU comes
1: from Penobscot Bay Press, committed to providing community news and information, publishing three weekly newspapers, The Weekly Packet, Island Advantages, and The Castine Patriot, as well as The Bay Community Register, The Summer Seasonal Guide, and more. Also on the web at penobscotbaypress.com. Support for WERU.